Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hi, friends. So glad to have you joining us for another Soul Talk. Only today, it's not with Bill and Christy, it's with Christy and one of our Soul Shepherding staff members, Amy Dalkey. And Amy is in charge of our ministry relations and development, and she's also one of our senior spiritual directors. And so, Amy, thanks for joining me for a Soul Talk today, joining our listeners. So glad that we're going to have this time to talk, and I think it's going to be a blessing for our listeners. Thank you. Thanks for the invitation. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. Well, Amy, you and I first met when you came to the Soul Shepherding Institute. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Why'd you come? Oh, goodness. Um, Why didn't I come earlier? No, (laughs) I, I, I attended the Soul Shepherding Institute because I was initially going for the spiritual direction training, the certification training. And, um, yeah, I, I showed up on, I guess that was October, 2019. Yes. And I, I remember walking in and, and just really having a sense that the Lord was there. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think I've told you and Bill so many times how I had this question in the back of my mind for so many years of if Jesus is who he says he is, then why can't I, why don't I act like him? Like why, why? am I not growing like I want to grow? And even though I didn't go to the Institute for that reason, I got that question answered. Um, because that's, yeah. I love that. What an important and great question. And I think a question that a lot of people are asking. Mm -hmm. So, so grateful that you responded to the invitation of Jesus to come Took a lot of faith. You had to leave your husband and your son at home and fly to California and leave them for five days. And that was a big deal. But it was so great to, it's been so great to journey with you since then and to see your growth. And so recently, you, well, you and I did a webinar together for our Soul Shepherding Network. Right. We have webinars that we do regularly for that are available to any of our Soul Shepherding Network members to watch at any point or to join in live. So you and I had a fun conversation and you actually asked to do this webinar with me because we had done a webinar on deconstruction, Bill and I, and we'd gotten Mm -hmm. some questions that we didn't get time to answer. So, yeah. And you kind of had a passion for this topic. So share that with our listeners. What experience in you? I'd love to. Um, Yes. That, so that in that webinar, I made the comment that one of the things I had learned from you and Bill in the Institute was how to distinguish God's voice from my own thoughts. And that question prompted so many comments and questions in, in the webinar. And then when we got emails after saying, can you share, you know, what they told you, what were those things? And even since then in conversations that I've had with, um, pastors or people that are interested in, in soul shepherding for whatever reason, I often, I often get the question of, you know, how do we know 
um, you know, I struggle with that. How do we know that it's, it's the Lord and, and not our own thoughts or emotions. And so that, yeah, that's why I was so passionate about doing this webinar, because I think it's so many people struggle with it and maybe don't even realize that they struggle with it. Yeah. Well, will you share a little bit more about your personal experience with that? Because I think that our listeners will resonate. I think we've all felt like you felt when you were at the Institute and you asked Bill and I about this. Yeah. So I mentioned earlier, I started in 2019 and, and really through that process, it, it was kind of an opening up of getting me even ready to, to learn what I have learned about hearing God's voice. But in the last retreat, the fourth retreat, you made a point about how, how to differentiate our thoughts from God's voice. And it, it occurred to me that it was like this light came on of, oh my goodness, I've spent the last two decades just assuming that my thoughts and God's thoughts were one and the same. And not, not from the sense that I thought I was always thinking God's thoughts, but there was a particular issue that I was battling with. And it was one of those back and forth things in my mind of, well, is this God or is it me or is it God or is it me? And literally it was, when I say turmoil, it was turmoil. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would have a space of, uh, I don't know, a, a few days or a few weeks where it wouldn't haunt me, but then something would trigger it. And it would be, it would just throw me back into this spiral of, is that God or is it me? Or is, is that, is, is it the Holy spirit? And when you made that one comment about differentiating between the two, it occurred to me that just because I think it doesn't mean it's the Holy spirit. And that was so freeing because I was able to recognize that I was hearing, I was assuming the Lord was speaking to me in this condemning, accusing, um, disappointed, angry tone. Mm. And it wasn't him. No. Yeah. And I was so grateful for your courage to, to ask that and to be willing to, to relook at that and reexamine that and think, well, why wouldn't that be the voice of God? Because you would have assumed that it was. And as you, as you heard that and you relooked at it and you came to understand that it wasn't, it, it must've changed the way that you hear God from then, then forth and the way that you respond to the thoughts that are condemning and judgmental. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it wasn't until we were just in that webinar and talking about this question of, of how we hear God's voice it occurred to me that it really empathy played such a huge mm-hmm. role in that and how you and you and Bill and, and, and Joan and Steve, um, you know, all the soul shepherding people had just em, embraced us all. And, and when I would talk to you or talk to Bill about something that I was questioning or struggling with, I never got the look of, ridicule or, or, or shame. It was always love and always compassion. And I came to, to realize that was, you were Christ's ambassador to me in showing me his love for me. And that 
so if Christy's responding to me with this love and compassion, that's how Jesus embraces me and responds to me. And so it was really a process of receiving that empathy and then being able to relate that to even how God speaks. Yes. Yes. I love that. Thank you, Amy, so much for sharing that because all of us, Bill and I, you and all of our listeners have heard those voices Mm -hmm. that are judgmental, condemning and accusing and have made the mistake at times of assuming that that's God. And that's how he feels towards us. And it's so sad because that's not the voice of God who calls us his beloved. And yet we need ambassadors of him who can help us to recognize that we are hearing either the voice of the accuser, Satan himself, who lies, who comes to us and accuses us, as scripture tells, or we're hearing the voice of an internalized parent or significant teacher or someone from our past. And we've internalized that condemning voice, that critical voice, that judging voice, or we're, it's, it's our own self and we're treating ourselves uh, in ways that are really shaming, really condemning, really critical, really judging. And then we're projecting that onto God. Right. And so for us to get to be a part of you getting free from that is such a joy and an honor and a privilege. And that's what we want for our listeners too. Right. And so that's what now you are a wounded healer like us getting to be a part of helping others through holding a safe space for them in spiritual direction, listening to them, a place where they can be safe, to be honest about what their thoughts are, what, what they're thinking God thinks about them, what they're thinking God is saying to them. And in a space where they can receive God's love, God's empathy, God's grace, God's truth, and where they can really bring all of that spinning in their head into the light of God's presence and receive from him his his true word that's restorative not not that god doesn't ever speak a corrective word he does of course he loves us and 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 that's scripture scripture talks about that too about god disciplines those he loves and there's times when he does speak a word that corrects us but it's not condemning right it's very different very different it's it's winsome and it, it has authority for sure. God's voice always has authority when we hear it, uh, that it's true and that it's, it, it will work, that it's like practical, that it's, it's based in reality. Uh, it, but God's voice is usually a gentle, peaceful whisper. It's like the voice that Elijah heard. He came in the whisper. God doesn't have to be hysterical and all empowering and thunderous and all this when we're listening to him, we're seeking, we're walking with him. He's our shepherd. Like he says in John, he's a good shepherd and we're a sheep and we hear his voice that he doesn't have to use all kinds of horrible things to try to get our attention. He can just whisper to us, speak to that, that sense of inner peace and authority and it'll resonate with us. What else did you learn through your time in the Institute and the session that we taught on discerning God's voice and being able to hear God's voice? 
I think another key thing for me when, when I do find myself still, I mean, because it's a process, right? Like it's not perfect. I still have days where I get caught up in assuming, assuming God's posture to me towards me is, and I have to get right. Talk to myself and get, talk to other people, help have somebody remind me that, no, that's, that's actually not right. That's not Mm -hmm. God. God Mm -hmm. loves you. And, um, but another helpful thing is being able to relate to him as a good father, Mm -hmm. um, to understand that as a parent who truly loves us and is, and wills the good for us in all things that his voice, it, it, the, the way he is with me is just, it's not um, to push me away. He wants, he's glad to be with me. He's always glad to be with me and he delights in me. And so having practiced breath prayers and other just disciplines of, of meditating on his word and, and really spending time seeing him smiling at me has been a, a game changer. I love that. Yeah, one of the things that we talk and teach in the Institute is Jesus delight in us. And for you to be able to receive that and come to trust that, that that's life changing. And that changes our relationship with God because it, it increases our trust in him. and It increases our desire to want to hear from him when we are more convinced of his, his goodness, his love, that he's willing good for us. We're more open and eager to want to know what he knows and want to, to yield ourselves to him. Yeah. Thank you. Well, one of the things that we talked about in the webinar is on, on hearing God, we talked a lot about some of the content from chapter eight in journey to soul, Mm -hmm. where we write about discerning God's voice and discerning when an experience that we have, how do we know if it's from God or from not? And we talk about trace of Jesus. And one of the things she says that we, we write in the book is that when we have a divinely inspired experience, which oftentimes hearing God's voice is, it usually comes with three jewels. She says, one is the knowledge and the greatness of God. Like he's just so loving. He's so good. He's so brilliant. Jesus, like Dallas Willard said, is the smartest, most intelligent being of all time. And it, it comes with that brilliance. What, what a great idea. What, what incredible knowledge is right. coming to us in this in this word from God and this experience of God. And then the second one is it comes with a sense of self-knowledge that humbles us. That humbling isn't humiliating. It isn't condemning. It isn't scolding. It isn't shaming, but it's a sense of, of the right place of I'm a sheep and I need this good shepherd. Right. And I want to be led. I want to be shepherded. I want to be cared for. I want to be guided. I want to be under the shelter of like Psalm 91 says, I want to be under the shelter of God almighty under his wing, under his protection. And then it comes with the third jewel, uh, contempt for all earthly things, except serving God, because we're we're so enthralled with Jesus. It's so good. His love is broken through to us in this amazing way that we'd be foolish to desire anything else. 
but God. Right. Yeah. And, and I would think that's part of what you were recognizing with the resonating with this voice in your head wasn't why it didn't have the quality of any of those three jewels. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. And then we also in Journey of the Soul in chapter eight have talked more about some ways that you can go back through when you've heard from God and see if there are certain other things. We list 12 things that are genuine words or touches. They're genuine ways of discerning it. Right. So things in the book, like it's consistent with scripture, that it has that calm authority to it, that it's gentle, like the voice of Jesus, that oftentimes there's a surprise to it. Oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. That's a surprise. It'll bring clarity or open up a whole new meaning to things that we haven't, haven't seen because it's opening up the kingdom of the heavens, the whole spiritual realm of, of God and, and his world. It also is something that I think it makes an impression on your memory. You tend to remember yeah. it when, when you've heard from God and that it produces more faith in us is something else that we, we write about in Journey of the Soul. It inspires us to worship God and humbles us and turns us away from the world. Yeah. So what are some things that you've found have, that you've, you've learned even that are helping you to be able to tune out and not give weight to those voices in your head and tune in? to Christ and to the Holy spirit. Yeah. I, I think there are a few kind of go-to disciplines that I have really, I guess, prioritized. And one is a practice of starting out the day with gratitude, like, like focusing on Jesus. But I, I did find that I was automatically waking up in this, this sense of that I would have disappointed God. And it was mm -hmm. like a, kind of a regular thing. And, but what I've, I've done is it, as soon as I wake up in the morning, I always, well, I think about how I think you or Bill at one point told me how Dallas would wake up and say, God is here. Yes. And so it's, I've, even when I wake up before I even have a chance to register any, any kind of shame, it's, I don't yell God is here because my husband might not appreciate that, but I, <laughs> I grab my coffee and I go in, into my study and before I, those thoughts can start going, I will thank the Lord and praise him and just really meditate on uh, a Psalm um, of praise. And so right. that's one of the disciplines that yeah. I have done to help me recognize God's voice. But another is just scripture meditation. I mm -hmm. or scripture memorization that has helped me meditate. That has been truly key in, you know, getting the word in my heart and in my mind so that it becomes part of me and comes out at the, at the appropriate time. It's like these words living and active and the Holy spirit is so good and faithful of reminding us of what he said and what he's done and what his promises are. And it's really been, those have been the top two, I think, big keys for me. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. I also found Lexio Divina so helpful to me too, just to be able to learn to listen to God and his word, mm -hmm. getting out one of the social shepherding Lexio Divina guides that yes. are on our network or in our resource and 
just sitting with the Lord, making that space, that unhurried time, that intentional time and listening to him in, in his word, but then also in conversation and the question and the prompts and just making that, that space with faith to believe that he's going to have an invitation for me. He's going to have something to say to me and I want to hear it. So we, we talked through in our webinar about eight other things that you and I find really helpful. We don't have time on the, on the Soul Talk podcast to do that, but hopefully our friends will check out that webinar and join us there for more. But thank you so much for just taking this time today to, to join me, to share. I know our listeners are just thinking, oh, I'm so relieved to know I'm not the only one that yeah. thought these voices of condemnation and negativity were God from God and his view of me. And thank you, Amy, for being courageous enough to say that and to help me to see that, no, that's not from the Lord. And I need to meet with a spiritual director that I can be honest with and talk to. I need an ambassador of Christ who can be there for me and listen with empathy and question what I'm accepting as being from God and see, well, what, what does God really have to say about this? Mm -hmm. And now you're a spiritual director, you're meeting with people, people could go online to soulshepherding.org. They can click individuals and then spiritual direction and scroll down and find you and book an appointment with you right online. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so thankful. So thankful for that, for soul shepherding, for the ministry. It's so important. I mean, we, yeah, it's it's so important. We, We could go on and on about why it's so important for a long time, but well, we're so thankful that you said yes to Jesus's invitation to join the spiritual direction training, get trained, and to be now offering to others out of the overflow of what you've received from him. And will you do that right now by praying for our listeners? I would love to. I would love to. Thank you. Jesus, thank you that you are with us. Um, thank you that we can truly know um, your smile on us. We we can come to know who you really are. We all have distorted views um, or we have had at some point, we, we come to this place where we realize that the ways that we have seen you, the ways we have interacted with you, the ways that we have known you haven't really been you. The reasons that we came to this distorted view don't even matter. You are good. Help us to just live in that knowledge of your goodness. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Amy. And thank you to each of you, our Soul Talk friends. We love having you with us and look forward to another Soul Talk with you next week. We love being in community with you and following Jesus together. We pray for you and we don't want you to feel alone. It's too easy for the enemy to convince us that we're all alone. And so we want to remind you, we have senior spiritual directors at Soul Shepherding who have been through our training that Bill and I do with our Soul Shepherding Institute and spiritual direction training. They've had years of experience and supervision, and they are available to meet with you, to journey with you, to be an ambassador of Jesus, to care for your soul. So we encourage you to look in the show notes for a link to book an appointment. I'm so excited to tell you that we've created a new way for you to be in community with Christy and me and others from Soul Shepherding. It's called the Soul Shepherding Network, and it includes webinars, soul care groups, hundreds of resources, and connecting with other soul shepherds. 
small group leaders, spiritual directors, coaches, pastors, missionaries, and soul friends. This is the place for all our friends to gather and encourage one another. All you need to do is go to soulshepherding.org slash join the network. And the best part is you'll be joining the inner circle of Soul Shepherding for community and networking. So check us out at soulshepherding.org, join the network, or just go to the show notes for this episode and follow the link there. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org.